0: Good evening, everyone. I'm going to stay down here with you tonight, and um, I just want to thank uh, thank Matt for his kindness and support, uh, uh, Jason, and, and everyone who's uh, who's helped me with preparation for tonight. I'm uh, so grateful for the team that we have. Um, I, I I'm thankful. I'm thankful for our our pastors and uh, for his trust in me. It's an honor to stand in this pulpit, and so tonight. I uh, just want to say uh, from pastor where you are thank you and I'm grateful for that great report today that we that we heard that we received and uh, I'm believing the, uh, that the impact of the impartation will just increase in measure with each day with each service and uh, we look forward to seeing the pictures and uh, hearing a good report when he comes back amen well I have a Something in my heart that the Lord gave me tonight for you. This is going to come from Matthew 5:44. 44. I'm going to start at verse 43. And I call this, bless those who curse you. Bless those who curse you. Oh, no. With a word like that, I want to definitely open with Prayer. Thank you, Lord, for preparing our hearts for this. I thank you that this is the word for this time, for this group, and everyone who will see, Lord, your will be done. Thank you, Lord, for all you do for us, your blessing in our lives. You give us richly all things to enjoy. You are a good God. We worship you. We thank you. And we thank you for utterance tonight. Thank you for your hand on this service, what you've already done and what you're about to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Matthew 5 44. And I'm starting in at 43. He says, Ye have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. That ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh the sun to rise on the evil and on the good. And sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have you? Do not even the publicans the same? And if you salute your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. These are words that Jesus spoke to his disciples. This is in a section of the Bible called the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, This is this is a passage uh, that gets a little attack today in Christian, Christendom. Uh, there's voices who say this doesn't really apply to the church because it's f- before the cross. But it, there's a parallel passage in Luke where Jesus obviously is speaking to his disciples and he, he di- makes a distinction between the sinners and you. And no matter, no matter um, what dispensation you, we live under, uh, these words, we're, we're always distinguished from the sinners. And these words do apply to us. Jesus is as saying, he starts out by saying, you've heard that it hath been said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. He's, this is, that statement is not in the Bible. He says, you heard that it hath been said. Those are from the teachings that that Jewish people were hearing in their synagogues. And, and so you won't find that quote in the Bible, but Jesus takes it up a step higher. He says, but I say to you. And so there's that, there's that teaching that your rabbis have been telling you, but then there's what I say. And he raises the bar higher and he says, but I say, love your enemies, bless them that curse you. And I, I just want to lift that. Um, this is not to necessarily um, exposit or exegete this passage, but I want to focus on the words, on those five words, "Bless them that curse you." It goes with the tone of the passage that we read, but I want to lift this because, of, because of how it just stood out to me, and the Lord began to talk to me about about something that were the where the body of Christ is, and is it uncommon? We live in a day when it's not uncommon to see believers behave like unbelievers and react like unbelievers. Romans chapter 12, I want to go to next. Romans chapter 12, and similar statement that Paul makes. Verse 14, just want to break in. Bless them which persecute you, Bless and curse not. Can you say that with me, that last part? Bless and curse not. Bless and curse not. It, it, this, uh, do you ever have to talk to believers about not cursing? He goes on uh, to, to um, give other behavior, uh, behavior verses uh, and statements, but he ends it in verse 21. This is important for us. Be not overcome of evil. But overcome evil with good. What's he calling evil? We're gonna talk about that. It's it's the curse, it's what the curse means. Oftentimes when you hear the word curse, you think about the extreme forms of cursing, witchcraft, and magic spells. This is but there's a spectrum here, and the word curse it in, in the original language simply means to denounce, to speak e- against, to wish evil upon someone. Basically, it's the opposite of bless. Now, word bless is, is important for us because that's the action word, that's what we're told to do. Bless is the word eulogeo which sounds a lot like a word that we have in English today, we get our word eulogy from. And the word is divided into it is a compound word. It has two parts. It's the U, that means that that word means good or well. And then you have Lagos, which is to speak. It means word. And so when you put those two together you have good word, you, or you have well-speech, well-speaking. And the simple, the simple um, definition of to bless is right in there. It is to speak well of. And so by contrast, the curse means to speak ill of or to speak evil of. The word, the word bless is... Uh, it's important be, uh, for us because uh, blessing appears at the beginning of the Bible. Uh, blessing is something that, that we do, we're told to do here to our enemies, but, but we bless. Why is it that we can bless, why, why, how is it that we can bless our enemies and bless those who curse us? You could say, because God said so. <laughs> But it's not simply because God says so. In fact, you rarely find in the Bible where that's a reason given for behavior. God never just says, because I said so. It's usually a reason attached to a command that he's giving. Uh, from the very beginning, uh, when he talks to our first parents, Adam and Eve, he says, don't eat from the fruit of the tree. Why? because I said so, Uh, because it's followed by for. The word for is because in the day that you eat of the fruit of the tree, you will surely die. So he gives them reasons. Uh, Parents often say, because I said so. And that works for kids, usually because the parent is bigger. But as the child grows, parents begin to give reasons Children need reasons uh, for their mind to understand why you don't do certain things. God is the same way with his kids. He gives, him, he gives us reasons. If he tells you not to fear, he, uh, he doesn't say, fear not, because I said so. He says, fear not for, and he's talking to his people, Israel, for instance, in um, in a time when they're being afflicted by another nation. The word, the reason, the word comes, fear not for I am with you. And that reason, the reason that he gives is it gives us incentive to obey, empowerment to obey. There's something in that reason he's giving us that's going to empower us to obey, to do what he's telling us to do. And so Fear not, for I am with you. Who is I? I is God. Who is God? That's in the beginning God. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That God is with me. You could take it further and say and use his compound names, his covenant names. He, uh, he's Jehovah, Yahweh. Um, uh, that's the eternal, unchanging one. The eternal, unchanging one is with me. I can fear not. and And that's Jehovah, Jehovah Shammah. The peace, the Lord is peace. The, the eternal, unchanging one who is my peace is with me. i I, I think I can fear not. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And so the Lord gives us incentives. What, why, why does he tell us to bless those who curse us? Uh, that's what we're going to talk about here today. So the, uh, to bless those who curse, and, and this, I understand, this is not always something I like to think about. No one likes to think about being someone cursing you, sending curses to you, but, uh, and that's because we're blessing-minded with And that's good to be blessing-minded. But it's specifically because we're blessing-minded that we can do be doers of what he's telling us to do. Praise the Lord. So he says here, bless them which persecute you. Bless, speak well of. And bless can be understood in in the context of the Bible where God is blessing. Uh, In Galatians, a passage we're very familiar with, It's the same word in Galatians chapter 3, if you'd like to turn there. Galatians chapter 3, 13, actually, let me me back up, Uh, verse 9. So then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Here's one reason why you can bless those who curse you, because you're blessed. The blessed can bless. Those who are spoken well of can speak well of others. Do we who do we reserve our speaking well of for? Those we we speak well of God. We speak well of people, family members, we bless our children, we bless neighbors, we bless friends. Do we stop there? We bless our enemies, we can, because we are blessed god 's blessing is not just words when God blessed the very first time of blessed that the word blessed appears is in Genesis when he 's speaking to the animals, he says, "Be fruitful, multiply the word bless is is more than just saying, "I bless you, but it's actually what you're saying uh, in genesis uh, The blessing sounds like this, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth. God's words have empowerments in them. And so when he blesses, there's creative power. So you actually become, have the power to be who he's saying you are. I have the power to, when he says to man, uh, be fruitful and multiply, that man now has the ability to do that. And so when we bless oftentimes we think we're just saying words but the blessing is irreversible especially the blessing that's on us it, this and uh, we're new testament people I can't turn to all the passages that I'd like to show you t- tonight but I'd like to just refer to Balaam that episode where Balaam uh, and the, and Israel, where he was paid to curse them, the statement can the statement came back when it was between him and the king Balak. He says, "How can I curse who God has not cursed?" Now that that's the old covenant people of God. In the new covenant, it says oh, Ephesians opens up by saying. Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing that exists. Spiritual refers not to things that are invisible, but to the source, the origin. God is spirit. Everything comes out of the spirit. Any blessing that there is, the blessing of a thousand times more comes out of the spirit realm. The blessing of Abraham comes out of the spirit realm. Every blessing, what blessing do you need? The blessing, it's yours in Christ Jesus. In him, all the promises are yes and amen. Praise the Lord. And so, who is more blessed than we are? We are like Job with this hedge around us of blessing. The enemy can't get in. The curse may try to come, I mean, from the extreme witchcraft that someone may try to put on you, voodoo, whatever, to someone who is just wishing you evil, or they, they have some vicious talk that they do. It can't get in past the blessing. The blessing is stronger, greater than the curse. And what we learn from Romans 5, you hear this word repeated much more. How much more? Jesus, we we're in Galatians right now. Jesus, it says here that he has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. Now, Here's the gospel here, uh, the price that was paid for us. This is my incentive here to stand and put faith in the blessing because of the price that was paid. The law's curse fell on Jesus. It was for, intended for us, for the human race. But God's evil speaking, if you will, his curse fell on jesus instead he took our place why so that we can take his place how how did that curse sound paul says in second corinthians 5:21 he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin why so that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Why? So that we might be blessed. To be righteous is to be blessed. That's well spoken of. And so the only thing that can cause us to allow the curse any place in our, in our lives is if we fear it, which is actually faith in the curse, or if we have condemnation, if we, if we live in condemnation, both of which are illegitimate, Scripture says there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So if you have condemnation, it's illegitimate to you. Guilt, shame, blame, it doesn't belong to you. Not to the child of God. Fear doesn't belong to you either. God hasn't given you a spirit of fear. If it didn't come from God, I don't want it. What did God give me? God gave me... The spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. That's what I have. That's mine, not fear. Praise the Lord. Cursing, does it still happen today? Are curses real? Going back to our definition here, the word curse, it means to pray against, to wish evil against a person or a thing. It means to wish evil too. The, um, there's a text I want to go to in Ecclesiastes in the 10th chapter, and this talks about Curse in uh, in that lighter sense, Ecclesi- Ecclesiastes ten, and I want to say twenty. Thank you, Lord. Give give you a moment to find it. I need a moment too. <laughs> ten twenty. This is Solomon speaking to his son. And he says, curse not the king, no, not in thy thought, and curse not the rich in thy bedchamber. For a bird of the air shall carry the voice, and that which hath wings shall tell the matter. So a curse is that wishing evil here that evil wishing something to them. This is something that you can do in your thoughts. You can actually curse someone with your thoughts. In the ancient world, this was believed that just what you said behind closed doors in the privacy of your own bedroom, that that could send a curse to the person that you are saying that against, that you're thinking that against. And he and Paulus, uh, excuse me, Solomon is saying, "Don't even do it in your thoughts." And and why? Because a bird of the air is going to carry that voice. And so, what we do in our secret bed chamber doesn't necessarily stay there. What's he talking about? Sometimes you may have experiences where you meet someone and you just suddenly you feel funny in their presence uh, they can even be smiling at you but you're hearing this you're 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 hearing something else you try to ignore it but it's there something is sent with just wishing something is sent with just wishing now i'm not saying this to um to amp to glorify the curse uh, again, what we said is it can't touch us, it can't affect us. But w- what we're talking about is real uh, and it affects people's lives. Even in my family growing up, I've had moments, we've had stories passed down, moments where I wondered, Isn't that strange? Um, how so and so, this aunt, the way that they died, and and how that happened with, with this uncle. And th- what about that pattern, that trend? Isn't that strange? How that happened. And, and it's, it's that mystery, it's that unexplainable that you can't help but attribute it to something beyond the natural. There is, there is something that goes through the air. But thank God we we are more than conquerors. We are greater as He who's in us than He who's in the world. But there is a curse in the earth. We are blessers. Uh, the temptation sometimes you don't know that this is happening, the curse. Uh, but sometimes you do, and Jesus is talking about the, the ones that you do, the ones that you do find out that. Uh, that they're speaking evil against you. And he's telling, he's telling us inside of the word bless, you don't have to fear it. And he's telling us instead of returning evil for evil, reviling for reviling, you can actually bless it. When you bless, what happens is there's a cancellation of the assignment of that curse in your life. The blessing is powerful. Again, which is more powerful between the blessing and the curse? the blessing. And you could say, and I'll add to that if you mix faith with it. Because if you fear the curse even though you're blessed, then you could, the curse will still have cause to come. Whatever you give faith to, faith opens the door. Fear opens the door. But we're blessed. We are blessed. And we bless. When we bless, we're not just speaking words. We're not just we're not just saying words. Sometimes it sounds like I'm saying words. Uh, when I, even if I confess scripture, uh, con- those positive confessions, declarations that we make around here, uh, at times it can become words. But there's power in what we say. Power in our words. And uh, I, I was reminded of this recently. Uh, we had the Hankins here, and... You know, on their tables, uh, they uh, they call it Mark Hankins. He calls it ammunition. You've heard him say that ammunition, and it's rightly called that. Uh, they they should call it the ammunition table. I was standing out there one uh, one of those mornings, and I believe it was the Tuesday morning because uh, the lady ushers were here. Uh, Tammy and Margaret, they're in the back here. Uh, Tammy, t- was, uh, she went over and uh, she, she started reading to Margaret what she confesses in the word. And it was the, the, the uh, confession about the blood. You know, uh, God is on my side, the blood has been applied, every knee shall be supplied, nothing shall be denied. So I enter into rest. She was saying that. And she was just reading it. And she told us she says that daily. Just her reading it changed the atmosphere. I can't put words to it. I can't kind of tell you how it did, but for me, it changed the atmosphere. She was just reading it, and then she read the Grace Ryerson um, uh, poem. And... I couldn't help but think about, you know, this is called ammunition. They should call that the ammunition table out there. I I, I thought about when you go to a firing range, and uh, the last time I went to one, uh, this, the, you have the store where you can buy the hardware. Right behind there, there's this ammunition. There's this gun range, and you can go. You can actually uh, go out and test the the weapon that you're that. Uh, that you are considering buying and you know you you can uh, fire it off and you hear how loud it is and and how how it vibrates some of those are really loud and you say wow that's powerful and 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 then somebody else they they fire off they're gonna say wow that's powerful and um, that's how it was And, and if you go to a to a bookstore maybe try that reading uh, try reading some of those confessions there because that's what she was doing I she, she, she would she try this confession and it it. that's how it hit me said that that's powerful <laughs> she fired that off and but there was faith in it it's not just words it, you rehearse this every day it's building up something in you the blessing Uh, the faith in the blood that is building up something in you it's going to make a difference so what are the according to scripture why should we bless those who curse us our text Matthew 14 Jesus says again not simply because he says so but because doing so shows us to be who we truly are children of our father the love of God is on display in, in these words that Jesus says. You see who our Father is. You see, he's kind to the ungrateful. He's kind to, to, the, to the wicked, to the evil. That is in us. His DNA is in us if we're born again. How many are born again today? All right, that's pretty unanimous. Well... You're a new creature. The new creature, that new man in you, comes up against a curse. The spirit, that inward spirit is not afraid of a curse. It knows it's blessed. And it wants to bless. It's a blesser. It's a lover. It's not a curser. Sometimes I have had to re, i have had—I um, I have when I haven't walked in this, I'm finding that I'm working overtime not to do it, because I'm feeling that other thing, that other side of me, the spirit, and I've concluded for a believer to sin is actually work but for you to walk in who you truly are is rest that comes natural, that's who you really are you really are a blesser I'm tempted to curse my flesh wants to curse I don't like what they did but there's this other side to me that's scratching and saying that's not who you are, we're blessers we're lovers forgive them bless them Speak well of them. The, the word in other translations where he says, bless those who curse you, it, it, um, the other translations say, pray for those who curse you. And that's okay. Uh, it doesn't carry the same strength because if you leave it at pray for, you know, they're soulish prayers. Prayers, you could say, oh, I'll pray for the one who cursed me. I got a prayer for you. And you could wish him evil. It, it turns the prayer to a curse. So it's, it's yeah, it, you can translate it pray for, but it's pray for in the sense of bless. It's bless in the sense of pray for. And so we're praying for good to come to them. Lord, bless them. Lord, help make them strong. Lord, uh, open the eyes of their understanding. Minister. To them cause them to see who they really are in you. Oh Lord, thank you. I, 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 and then go ahead and confess over them that they are who they who God says they are. I say in the name of Jesus, you are that they are that person there that said that thing about me. They are successful. I call them winners in their present and in their future. I say over them they are healthy, they are strong in their present And in their future, I say they are wise and they are diligent, successful. Glory to God. In their present and in their future. Bless them. You know, we bless in the name of Jesus. To speak in his name is to speak as him. Uh, You speak as if Christ spoke. And so Christ is only going to say, what he says about them, what he really thinks about them, what he really believes about him. So if that's what he says, if that's how he sees them, then that's what's real. And so I'm getting my words behind what's real. And so I bless those who curse. I say they are sons of God. And if they're not not a a Christian, then I can say that I, I find no fault in them and I, I say they're coming to know the Lord. They, they are coming to the knowledge of the truth. Yeah. Praise God. That does something. That will build up something in you. Has, it, it does something in the spirit realm. And it stops that curse, that thing from manifesting. If we do this, Individually, it'll stop curses, cause them to fail in their assignment. On a corporate level, this is going to take up the volume in our words that we speak. We're already powerful in the words that we speak. But when God knows he can trust us in what we say, when you speak only blessing, bless and curse not, he can turn the volume up. And the manifestation from the time that you say, let it be until there it is, can become shorter. There are people who you might look at and you could could despise. You say, "Uh, they sent a curse on me. I don't care about them. I don't care about that. That doesn't mean anything to me. That doesn't hold weight with me. And it's because you're looking at the natural. The natural, they may not look like anything. But the enemy can use people like that, especially if they give themselves to him. Well, you can, you can um, do the same thing in the, in the spirit. Uh, the Lord has used people that we might consider unusual at times to do mighty works, mighty miracles, People, you might be tempted to say, well, I wonder why they do that. I wonder why do they talk like that? Why, why do they, whatever. <laughs> and, the, and the wisdom, what the Lord told me to do, instead of, instead of looking at that person, either turn it off or find something good to say and just leave it alone. Because God's using them, obviously. But I want the Lord to turn up the volume on my words, on our words. I want us to become a community that can see vision come to pass faster. You don't have to wait uh, 10 years down the road for a faith project to come to pass. You can have it come in a matter of months. We spoke it. It came to pass. Money came in. Resources came in. Whatever was needed. The people came in. There's power. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And this reminds us of that. We speak life. We speak blessing. We are blessers. We are blessed, so we can bless. And I want to lead I want to close here with a, with a blessing, a declaration that I make, just, to, just going over what... Um, What we've talked about here, if you wouldn't mind saying this with me, and maybe we can all stand together and say this blessing. Praise the Lord. Say this through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ Christ. on the cross, cross. I I have passed by his shed blood out from under the curse and entered into the blessing of Abraham whom God blessed in all things. Lord, I forgive all who've spoken evil against me and I bless them in your name. I am a brand new creation. I will not die but live And will proclaim what the Lord has done. done. My body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. spirit. Presented to God for his glory. The The devil has no place in me. me. My spirit, my soul, and my body body. are are for the Lord. And the Lord is for my spirit soul and body God has not given me a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind I am whole disease free curse free condemnation free fear free virus free free. and most importantly people free this is a new day and I will rejoice in the Lord my God now and forevermore amen and amen praise the Lord hallelujah thank you Lord as we go out, we'll go out with blessing in our mouths. Remember how you can bless those who've cursed you. You are blessed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.